The Mishnah Yomi is continuing in the fifth peric of Masrot at the fifth Mishnah. One who purchases a field of vegetables in Syria. Now, Syria is really interesting, Rabbi because we've mentioned way back in Shvit and uh, some other places that David Melech, King David, conquered Syria. But he conquered Syria before every last inch of Eretz Yisrael proper had been conquered. So it's something considered kivush yachid, the conquest of an individual, not the conquest of the entire Jewish people. So it doesn't have quite the same full degree of kedusha of Eretz Yisrael. So for some halachot, we treat Syria, Syria like Eretz Yisrael, and for other items, we do not. And one of the important distinctions is if a non-Jew owns the land in Syria, it's putter from Truma and Miser, whereas if a Jew owns it, it's chayev. And that's what we need to know leading into this Mishnah. So he's bought this field in Syria. Im ad shalobal onat masrot chayev. If he bought it before the stage where the produce was chayev and Miser, he has to separate Miser. Now that stage is described in the first parak certain levels of growth when the crops are chayev and miser. So if he bought it before it reached that point, it reached that point while the Jew owned it, he's chayev to take miser in Syria. If he bought it after it reached that stage, putter. So it became eligible for miser when it was owned by the non-Jew, and then he bought it, so he doesn't have to take. He can simply harvest the field and go on his merry way. Now you might notice these words, loket, Kedarko, Becholech, are all singular, implying he has to do the harvesting by himself. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Af Yiskor Polim Rabbi Yehuda says he can even hire workers, even Jewish workers, to help him harvest. Now that's a bone of contention with the Tanakama, who would hold that you really wouldn't want to hire other Jews to do the harvesting, because they'll see he's not separating Truman Meiser. And these other workers might not know exactly when he bought the field, so they don't know that he has a good reason for refraining from separating the maestrot, and uh, they might get the wrong idea and, and fail to separate maestrot from their own fields. But Rabbi Yehuda seems to hold that they would know better. Amar Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel when do these laws apply? When the Jew bought the land itself with the produce on it. When he's merely buying the fruits, the crops themselves, or the right to pick them, you know, the futures. Uh, even if he bought them, bought the commercial interest in them without buying the land, even before they became ripe enough or big enough to be chayv and miser, he's putter from separating miser in Surya. Rebbe Omer, Yudanasi says, off lefi cheshbon. He would have to pay according to the cheshbon, the calculation. And the Mufarshim explained if they were one-third grown when he made the purchase then he's putter on one-third of it. So he would have to give two-thirds of the miser. The miser, he would separate the miser properly, the 10%, and then whoever he's giving the miser to would pay him back one-third because really the owner of these this crop didn't wasn't really obligated to separate that one-third. The Mishnah Vav Ham Tamed, the one who makes temed. It's an interesting word. The word tamid means always, 
Uh, but Temid is a drink basically made of recycling wine sediments, like wine skins and pits and husks, uh, sort of the leftovers. And it contains a little bit of wine, a little bit of the flavor. So if you soak it in water, you get sort of a more dilute kind of a wine grape juice. So Ham Tamed is making wine, and he pours in, you know, one liter of water into the, the wine schmutz, and he gets exactly one liter of liquid when he's done. He's putter, because he's not really getting any wine out of this. It's all water with a little bit of flavoring. It's just water in, water out, and the flavoring is not enough to be considered chayev and meiser. And Farshim say, even if there is some increase, as long as it's not uh, a 25% increase, it still would not be subject to meiser. Rabbi Yehuda Mechayev. Rabbi Yehuda says, you do have to take meiser. And then Barnura says, this is a case where you did have an obvious increase. For example, you had three jugs of water, and now you have three and a half jugs total. Rabbi Yehuda would consider it as if half a jug of water got absorbed into the schmutz, the, uh, the grape skins, the squished uh, residue, etc., and then that's still there, and then another full jug's worth came out of the wine residue schmutz, and so now you have quite a bit of, uh, of this wa- actual wine in, so Behuda would require taking Meiser. Mission continues, Matzah Yoter, you find more liquid when you're done and you started with, you can separate Meiser from another place, from another jug of actual wine you have, not against the entire three or four jugs or however much water that you poured into the residue, but according to the amount of wine, uh, wine-type liquid that added to the measure. So you poured in three jugs and you came out with three and a half jugs, so you can assume you had half a jug of wine equivalent. And you could separate Meiser just for that half a jug amount. Shkoyach Rabosai.